Acts chapter 2, part 3. Here we go. I don't even know where we... Okay, so... Peter says in 36, Therefore, let all Israel be assured of this. We talked about this. God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Messiah. Um, when the people heard this, they were cut off to the, they were cut to the heart mm-hmm. and said to Peter and the other apostles, brothers, what shall we do? Um, Peter's answer is simply repent and be baptized. Everyone forgiveness. You'll receive the gift of the Holy spirit. Save yourselves from this corrupt generation. Ooh, there's context. That was the only thing that I, that alluded to it being like this generation yeah. who they're, speaking to save yourself from these idolaters Mm. that you have followed all these years that jesus and john came back to to cull out the bride from it Mm -hmm. save yourselves from this and there's a perfect contextual uh time stamp of who he was talking to Mm. yeah Mm -hmm. is there anything else to note from before that i kind of gleaned over a whole paragraph okay Those who accepted his message were baptized and about 3,000 were added to their number that day. Yeah. Which is another point of like there was a concrete number and like... Concrete in terms of a Jew is never concrete. Oh, 3,000. Yeah. But like there was a... There was like a... Confined group Mm -hmm. sort of Mm -hmm. and like a metric Mm -hmm. it wasn't the whole world and it wasn't yeah it was that that, they were saved that day and what and now we do have to backtrack you asked a good question is there anything i missed Mm -hmm. what does peter say to those men who said what should we do to a jew it was always about doing Mm -hmm. doing doing uh and so under the law they had to do some things and peter tells them what that is to a jew not to believe not to uh-huh. gentiles uh-huh. to that audience then under the law and what does he say repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of jesus christ for the forgiveness of your sins and you will receive the gift of the holy spirit okay so stop so Jesus says, go forward, baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, doesn't he? At the end of Matthew, remember? <laughs> Here Peter says, baptize, get baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. You would think that Peter would have recited that, that Trinitarian thing. Mm. No, that's a proof that the, the thing that they said Jesus said was not correct. Either that mm-hmm. or Peter was being disobedient. Mm-hmm. Okay, So you put all this together as you go and you start mm-hmm. to see the picture. The second thing was... To a Jew, they had to repent first. Okay, why? I'm gonna put. I'm gonna start to put it back on you. Why did they have to repent? I understand repent to be a change of mind. Okay, and they had to understand what was an error. Right. Up until that point. Right. What was an error? What? In what? Like largely that the law had replaced God. Yes. Kind of. Yeah. So you need to repent from all that you've done and all that you followed with these corrupt leaders you followed. Repent, change your mind. Mm-hmm. And then he says, and be baptized. Okay. And so Christians read that and they say, that's what we need to do. Mm-hmm. You need to repent and be baptized. Mm-hmm. But when Paul goes forward to the Gentiles, 
his message is always believe, not repent hmm. first. It's believe. And then when you believe, you change your mind about the course of the life that you've taken. So when you are sharing the truth with a Jew in that day, it's always repent first. Why? You've been given the law. Mm -hmm. You have all the things right. Change your mind. Mm -hmm. But Paul does not focus on changing your mind because a Gentile has nothing to change their mind about. Uh, Gentiles have no law. Uh -huh. We don't know what the hell they're talking about. Uh -huh. So Paul's message is always believe. Here's what I'm saying Jesus was. Do you believe it? Yeah. Okay. Now go and change your mind about some of the things you've been doing with your life. Hmm. Religion makes the mistake of looking at acts and taking that model and applying it to people today. Mm -hmm. This is what Mormonism, Catholics, Orthodoxies do. Mm -hmm. First you repent. Mm -hmm. So then you have to say, well, what am I repenting of? And they'll say your sin. They'll say, and you say, well, how do I know, uh, how do I know my sin? And you have to say, by the law. Mm -hmm. What law? You see how it doesn't work? Right. Yeah. So that's why Paul's approach is always believe. And that's why to people today where there's no more Jews, it's mm. believe. Believe and let God help you change your mind over mm. time. Religion focuses on the Peter model, mm. which is not applicable. It makes sense. The first episode when we were talking extensively about how I thought it's, it was sort of like a repent and repent mm -hmm. and be baptized yeah. model is what I kind of hoped for. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to understand the repent side, yeah. but it's, it makes sense that Christians sort of appeal to the believe tactic. Mm -hmm. They say repent, but it's like with the believe tactic, mm -hmm. like believe on Jesus and repent for your sins. For some reason right. that's thrown in there, but like believe on Jesus is the thing. Yeah. And they got that right because it's hard to get around that when you when you have a pastor who's really read the Bible, they'll know. Yeah. Okay. So they'll do the belief, but then they throw the repent in yeah. as a law. Yeah, that's really weird. Yeah. But Paul telling those people to believe, I'm curious to just get to that point. Because okay. like what are they believing in? It's down the road. Yeah. They believe in the message, the verbal message that Paul and others have shared. And they believe in the spirit calling to them. Believe and receive the message that you're getting. Everything else will fall into place. I still just have a hard time with that. Why? Just to believe something that you hear is really random. Like there's a context to why you believe it. And that's why the preaching of the word is central to people understanding the context. It's not Paul going and saying, there's a guy named Jesus, believe on him. He goes and he teaches the law mm. and he teaches where he came from and why. Mm. And when they do that, do you believe this? Yeah, I think oh, I do. I what's your, or before they believe, they say, well, what's your evidence of this? I've seen him, he rose. Oh, I see. Oh, really? I'm telling you. And then these other apostles are dying for that witness. Yeah. I believe it. And yeah. the spirit is what gets them to try to believe it. It's mm -hmm. not their own wisdom. Yeah. So that's maybe the thing that you're kind of missing is yeah. it's got to be working on them to say, oh, I think I, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's not this thing that you've been exposed to. It's Jesus, receive it, and you're good. Yeah, it yeah. is not that. And just like say it right now, like yeah. blindly, without knowing what you're even saying. Yeah. But it's also not repent and change your mind 
there is something to that though now like repenting and changing your mind about like an idol like i like putting something in in front of God or Jesus. There's not. Think? No, because Paul says there is no thing in itself that's evil. Hmm. There's nothing in and of itself that's evil. It's what we do with it that's evil. Hmm. You see? So if you allow certain things in your life, and but God is primary, nobody has the right to tell you to repent. Nobody. But that I'm just suggesting God not being primary. There's a repentance. Oh, well then that. for sure. But that has to come after you've come and placed your faith on him and you're growing in him by the spirit and learning who he is. Mm. When you turn from that and you start to idolize these, mm -hmm. the spirit will move you to say, I think I'm putting too much emphasis on this. Mm -hmm. And that's the spirit's job, not pastors. You yeah. get it? Yeah. And that, but that is also repentance, right? It is all the changing of mind is a constant thing with God in believers. The, but the problem is when you use the word repent, it makes people think the changing of actions. Yeah, it's never meant that. Never That's meant disturbing. that. That's how it's used change of actions. Yeah. And they all equivocate on that. Yeah, no. We look at our actions. You can change it. Religion can get Mormons to change their actions, but what's their heart? Yeah. And that's what's making God first in your life, your heart. Your flesh might make uh, heroin your, your go-to God sometimes when times get tough. Yeah. But if your heart is saying, God, help me with this heroin. I'm, I'm, I want you and you. Yeah. We know my weakness. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Religion talks about change your actions. Yeah. Yeah. So religion calls repentance like it's not even the changing of your mind on your actions. It's literally not doing that thing anymore is what repentance they is. They conflate them and make them equal. Okay. But if a good scriptorium will always say, now repent means change your mind. That's the little, it's metanoia and it means change your mind. That's the literal meaning of it. But we know it always translates to change your actions. So they're one in the same. They are not. Like uh, you won't, like you will change your actions if you actually repented in your mind. Right. They associate And that. that's the lie. Because yeah. in my mind, Paul says, I serve the law of God, which is in my heart. Mm -hmm. But with my flesh, I serve the law of sin. Mm -hmm. Paul, the apostle, says that. Mm -hmm. So he's admitting that my flesh will always do wrong. Mm -hmm. But I know in my heart what is right. That's the state we look mm -hmm. for. What people try to say is when you do all things right, it shows that your mind has changed. No, anyone can obey a law of righteousness. The Jews yeah. prove that. It's just your own will. Yeah. Like it's putting yourself before Yes. God. Do you get it? Yeah. It is not the self. Yeah. This is so important for people. Yeah. I do get that more than I, just from experience more than before. Like, yeah. like you trying to do good with God in mind at a certain point becomes you and yeah. not him. Yeah. <laughs> like even if you're trying to do good like yeah. I've just, and you then feel some sort of ability to be like, why am I not getting X, Y, and Z? Yeah. Because I've been doing what he wants. Yeah. It's like, that's not what he wants. Right. Yeah. I you're getting it? Now. Yeah. And it's the difference between religion and relationship. And it, it, I've preached it and it just doesn't sink it doesn't say because our bodies want to do good because we're so egocentric. We think 
I can do it, but who gets the praise when you do it? Mm -hmm. You do. I've heard this forever from you, and I st it's like only sinking in now. The know. idea can be there, but it's really hard to know. That's why we repeat it. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't come to it till I really tried to figure this thing out. And the scripture is clear with it, but unless you really want to figure it out, you're going to go back to the old way, which is why idolatry is so easy mm -hmm. and the law serving the law. And that's why Mormons, when they go in for their interview, I've obeyed this, I obey that. Mm -hmm. And they walk out proud that they got a temple recommend. Mm -hmm. And God is like, I don't care about you going <laughs> to the temple. I care about, do you care about me? Yeah. Yeah. And that's why David is so beautiful because he, he slept with other men's wives. He had other men killed. He did all kinds of things that were wrong. But God, that guy loved God. Yeah. That's who you want to be in your life. Be a girl who loves God and phenopole to the rest. <laughs> yeah. All right, good. Going to the temple oh. as a total ass oh, is Lord. quite ironic. Um. Okay, so can we continue to yeah. the last paragraph? Um, those who accepted were baptized, 3,000 added to the number. Okay, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teachings. Teaching, sorry. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. And there is your model for church, sister. Yeah. Right there, because they did it then. One, they repented. Yeah. Then they got baptized. Yeah. And then they came and they studied the apostles' words. Yeah. And they broke bread together. And then what does it say? And, and as many as... Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. That was weird to me. Yeah. And so many churches have tried to live the communal yeah. law. And they've tried to replicate this. Yeah. The early Mormon church did that. They tried to do what was called the law of consecration. Everybody brings yeah. everything. Yeah. Well, the early church tried it too, but it didn't work. <laughs> you know? So you're talking about men trying to figure this stuff out now here. Yeah. And then what, what is happening? So it, that was wrong that they did it this? No, it was just, it was no more wrong than any kind of physical approach that they're trying to see, but it never lasted. You know? Yeah, it just to me seemed like, like clearly people do that now, but like it felt necessary for them in right. that moment where they're like have to band together and they're like figuring this thing out. Oh, yeah. Sort of. Yeah. Like, and there's something to that, you being in proximity with people and doing similar things, but like. Never it more important than right there. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like that was, yeah. it was like life or death that they had to just like band together and be near each other. So think about this. And, and, and you have the 3,000 Jews. You have Peter and the apost former apostles of Jesus who's now, and then they form and people are being baptized in his name publicly. Mm -hmm. And they were baptized there, right? That was mm -hmm. a public identification of taking on the name yeah. in a, a city full of Jews. So it was an automatic excommunication from their synagogues, from the temple, from jobs, family, automatic. 
So it was a death knell on them. Yeah. Jesus says, when you come together, have communion in remembrance of me and do this until I come. Mm -hmm. So they would get together and they would do that. That's what it says there. Uh -huh. But that was only until he came to take her and rescue her before the great and dreadful day. Mm. Okay. All the believers were together. They, they sold property and possessions to give anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple court. They broke bread in their homes, ate together with God and sincere hearts, praising and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. Stop right there. That last line, that tells you who is building that bride. And the, the Lord, Lord added. Yeah. Right? Okay. It's a spiritual thing mm. for them. And the Lord added. And so churches say, well, let's, let's get out there and do this and grow our numbers mm. and do this. In that day, God was pre had predestined certain Jews to be added to that bride. Mm. She was a radical form of devout Judaism mm. who sacrificed everything to be part of that bride. Mm. And she was predestined in a sense of who would be part of that. And that's when, when so when it says, and the mm. Lord added, that what was going on right there. Mm. Great, great chapter. Yeah, it really is. And were they eventually, like, what's the idea of persecution? Like, were they eventually, like, killed, Getting killed for right those left. things? Yeah. yeah right like, literally left. killed. Because yeah. they're breaking laws. Like, uh, were they killed for the same reasons that, like, Jesus was killed, where it's not an actual same motive, state? Same motive, uh because they were following after Jesus yeah. to kill them. The reason they killed, because yeah. remember Jesus told them, they're going to kill you. Yeah. They killed me. They're going to kill you too, right? But it's the Jews. It's not the, like the Romans it's, weren't killing them. Well, here's the thing. With that new bride, yeah. we have the Jews inciting the Romans to kill the Christians. Mm -hmm. We have the Gnostics inciting the Jews against the Christians. Mm -hmm. So everybody is against them for following this Messiah Mm. And, 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 and saying, I'm going to stick to my belief in him. Mm. These are the persecutions that the scripture is talking about when it talks about trials and persecutions, mm. those literal, we're going to put you to death. Mm. And they, the Jews would try to put them to death for following a false God. Mm. The Romans would put them to death for, for, uh, following a King who wasn't Caesar. Mm. The Gnostics would try to get them in trouble for doing this against Greece. So everybody had their aim. Okay. And that's why Jesus says you were under some severe mm -hmm. scrutiny here. Mm -hmm. Today, you join the faith, you get baptized, you repent. The next door neighbor doesn't know. Yeah. No persecution or trial. Unless mm. you're an idiot and you start saying you better repent because you're going to go to hell. Yeah. Then you get persecuted. Because you're just annoying. You're just an annoying person. Socialized. Right. So that's why these guys were so radically set up as the bride of Christ. Mm. They were the people that God longed to take from Israel mm. way back in the But they never would do it. Mm -hmm. So Jesus comes and he does it. Mm. Great, great awesome. questions. Well, good timing. We're Are we done? 19. Excellent job. Ow. Bad high fives. She hit hard because <laughs> of the stunk water. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next time. Chapter three coming up. Bye-bye.